Hi everyone, welcome back to Unofficial Visits. I'm your host, Jeff Galoni. In today's episode, we stick with our baseball class of 2017 and talk with Kevin Aylward. Kevin will take us through his journey from deciding later in high school to pursue baseball at the next level, all the way through being an outfielder and a leader on the St. Joe's baseball team. You'll hear Kevin talk about how he got himself seen by coaches, the importance of the weight room, playing for a legendary coach, and playing in a regional tournament. Stay tuned for Kevin's story, and thanks for listening to this episode of Unofficial Visits. Kevin, thanks for joining us here on Unofficial Visits. Hey, Coach G. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. All right, Kevin. We're going to get right into it here. Um, Let's go back to your high school days and give us like a snapshot of you freshman year to senior year here uh what sports did you play what was the kind of competition you were playing with and playing against yeah uh coming into high school freshman year um I was a super small undersized kid I had athleticism but hadn't quite figured out how to use it yet you could say um I played football baseball and basketball in basketball yeah my focus was football at the time I loved football I still do um I dreamed about being in the NFL one day. Obviously, that was a long shot. But, um, yeah, uh, freshman year was um, eye-opening for me, just getting used to new things and being a high schooler, being in front of all these other upperclassmen who are so much bigger, stronger, faster, you name it. Kind of set you back a little bit, kind of put you in your place. uh, (laughs) You just kind of got to go with the flow, keep learning, keep growing. Um, because no one's going to be that guy their freshman year of high school. They, you got to learn. You got to grow. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, baseball freshman year, I was obviously with you on the freshman team. Um, had a lot of fun. I was a catcher, shortstop. Hadn't quite – I'm an outfielder now. I hadn't played outfield <laughs> in my life. Um, I was a catcher and a shortstop. Yeah, I didn't see the outfield until uh, until junior year. We can fast forward to junior year. Junior year is kind of uh, where I really found out that I, maybe I can play baseball. Um, I found the outfield. I found left field and kind of ran with it. I, doing well. I fell in love with it. And that's brought me to where I am today, pretty much, just finding the outfield. Obviously, we had a, uh, we had a great season I, my junior year. That was 2016. Um, we had a super young team. We went all the way to – the state semis and win mass fell a little short there, but we were super excited about the next year. We had obviously a lot of experience then. Yeah, you know how that went in the playoffs. It didn't, uh, didn't exactly go as planned, but yeah, yeah. Still a lot of guys that I still call friends to this day. I, I wouldn't trade it in for the world. Nice. Yeah, your story is one that I really like to tell each group that comes in because you did. You came in freshman year as that catcher shortstop. You just came in junior year at asked you to play some outfield and uh, you just went out and won that spot and just were solid there for the next two years. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. So, you know, you mentioned it a little bit here, Uh, junior year, you started thinking a little bit more seriously about baseball. So um, when did you start thinking that you might want to play baseball at the college level? I had to, uh, had to kind of tell myself that I wasn't big enough to play college football and then, my focus shifted immediately to baseball. Um, I wasn't exactly a highly touted recruit by any means. So 
I had to do my own work, reaching out to coaches, reaching out to schools, really figuring out what I wanted to do uh, with my career. Yeah. Because that's obviously a big part of it, too. Um, right now, I'm in a physical therapy program at St. Joe's, and that's kind of what gravitated me here. And then it just so happens that they have a prestigious baseball program here in the Northeast. Our coach, Coach Shanborn, has been here for almost 30 years now. He's had over 700 wins, closing in on 800. He's one of the best in the region. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I reached out to them. I um, went to a couple camps that are on campus here, went to a couple camps in the area, um, prospect camps, all that kind of stuff. Um, saw coaches from other schools, saw coaches here. I fell in love with the campus here. Um, I wouldn't say anything bad about any other schools that I was looking at, but the academics, the path that my program was putting me on academically was what really uh, brought me here. The baseball was a huge plus, though. I can't say enough about Coach Sanborn and the rest of the baseball program. Yeah, they definitely have a great reputation, um, not only in Maine, but definitely in this region for mm -hmm. sure. So when you started to go to these um, some camps and and talk with a, of some coaches there, how did you personally reach out to these coaches or how did you connect with them? Yeah, so obviously realizing junior year that you might want to play in college is almost getting too late at that point. So kind of had to scurry. But these coaches at the camps, I would go up, be as professional as I can be to them before, during, and after the camps to try to get my name out there. That's the biggest thing that you can possibly do, send emails, talk to people. Mm -hmm. um, if they like you, if they think you can play for their team, they'll keep in touch with you. You obviously got to do your part in staying in touch with them. But, yeah, the uh, prospect camps, a lot of those kind of get a bad rap sometimes. Um they are really expensive, but yeah, they did. I can kind of thank those for getting me to where I am. I did actually first hear about St. Joe's through a uh, academic fair, career fair kind of thing. It was in Boston, I believe. I ran into the basketball coach there. He was like their representative at the time. And that was the first time I saw that, um, saw my major. And I was like, wow, that sounds interesting. I can get into that. And yeah. it just so happens that they have Coach Sanborn and his staff here. And I was like, that sounds great to me. And I came to visit. I think I visited like three or four times before I actually decided to come here. And uh, the only time that Coach Sanborn had ever seen me play was at one prospect camp here on campus. Okay. In which um, – I had already decided to come here. I was like, I'm going to play baseball, so I might as well go to this camp. Coach hasn't even seen me play yet. So I was a – you could call it a walk-on on a Division three team. Yeah. But, yeah, so I came in. Um, obviously, Coach had almost no expectation for me because um, he really hadn't seen very much of me only at that camp. And so I knew that I had to – just like I had done my whole life, being the undersized kid, prove what I could do. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get to campus and you, you know, not sure where you're, where you're going to fit here baseball wise. So tell us like those first couple weeks, that first uh, interaction with the baseball team. What was that like? Yeah. Once you, once we got on the campus, the f almost 
day one, we had a, a team meeting. Um, I got to meet all the other freshmen that came in. We had a big class. We had almost 20 kids in our class. Wow. Um, it's definitely dwindled down from then, but um, got to meet all those guys, became friends with every single one of them. Um, that was before all the upperclassmen had even moved on to, to campus. So it was just freshmen and coach. Okay. Um, so we did a whole lot with um, some of the RAs on campus. They kind of like walk us through like what kind of things go on, how to go about your day, different ways to cope with the being away from home and things like that. And then coach just kind of really drilled into us, like get friendly with the people that live around you, get friendly with the rest of your teammates, get friendly with the rest of your kids in your class because the relationship you build um, from the moment you step on campus are the most important thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you, you were with the freshmen for the beginning there. Then how about when the upperclassmen came in? Um, in a couple other episodes here, I've talked with a couple guys that had coaching changes um, in their careers, but um, what's it like when you have a, a very well-established coach um, kind of had a very successful system running at St. Joe's. Um, what's that like when the upperclassmen get involved? Yeah, when the upperclassmen show up, they kind of they kind of get us ready to like, okay, let's get it into gear here. We're starting up fall ball soon. We're gonna get ready. Um, and it's scary being a freshman coming in and seeing that all these grown men that you have no idea who they are. Um, <laughs> just kind of telling you to figure it out and uh yeah but yeah coach he knows how he knows what he's doing um he knows how to deal with someone that might be struggling being coached by coach Sanborn you kind of just you trust him because you know he's been there done that yeah um, he's got the resume for it you just kind of do what he says and don't ask any questions <laughs> it it works it seems it, to work it right does, yeah <laughs> All right, let's uh how about the biggest differences you noticed between um high school and college as far as athletics or even, you know, time management, things like that. Yeah, so uh in high school, obviously, um this isn't the case with everyone, but a lot of people are playing multiple sports each season. Um mm -hmm. once you get to college, usually it's one sport the entire time you're at school. Um and that just kinda kind of gives you a uh, sense of motivation to really drill into this one sport, this one aspect of your sport um, that you can improve on. And uh, the coaching staff, they work a lot of one-on-one -on -one with you on things that they know that you can improve on. How do we do that? Yeah. And it's um, just realizing that you're the underclassman now. You come out of your senior year of high school and you were the big guy in school, like, playing on the varsity teams, playing in the playoffs, making all the big plays. And now you're on a new team in a new program. You're at the bottom of the totem pole and you got to work your way back up. So you got to learn from those guys that are at the top, play what they're doing, do everything you can to get to that spot as soon as you can. And that's kind of um, something that I really tried to focus on. I did my best to reach out to the upperclassmen when I was younger and make friends with them do everything that they were doing. Um, and one of those things was the uh, getting into the weight room more. The uh, the college sports atmosphere is 
super oriented around strength and conditioning um, a lot more so than high school. I mean, I lifted weights in high school, but it was nothing compared to what I do now. Came into campus freshman year, and these guys are deadlifting 500, 600 pounds. And it's daunting to see when you're first a little freshman coming on campus. Uh, Sure. That's just – it gives you something to work towards. But, yeah, I want to be that guy that's making loud noises in the gym and hitting home runs all the time. It's just making the relationship with those guys and uh, having a goal set up for yourself is – and being those guys is something that's really important. Nice. So give us a little bit of – you're in year four Mm -hmm. now at St. Joe's. Give us a little bit of your baseball – journey starting your freshman year you walk in see all these guys and give us a little snapshot of you know what that journey's like from freshman year to now yeah so um like I said I kind of walked on you could say freshman year and uh that being said I didn't technically have a varsity roster spot I had to earn that um freshman year in the fall and uh I played well enough in that fall to earn a varsity spot we uh took our trip down to our annual spring trip down to Florida that year. And I was able to travel with the varsity team, full varsity player. Um, So that was my first big accomplishment to be able to play my freshman year after not even having a spot a couple of months before that. Nice. So right then and there, I knew like, okay, I can, I proved myself that I can be on this team. Next thing to do is earn a starting job, earn some respect and, keep going from there so um I just keep working kept working hard um got into the weight room I uh I remember there was a two week or so span at the end of my freshman year where I had put on 10 or 15 pounds of muscle strictly from the strength and conditioning program that we had here and obviously that at most colleges you're going to have professionals working with you with training nutrition just overall health lifestyle habits that really improve your performance and everything like that so that was extremely helpful in me gaining that weight that i did so then that brings us to sophomore year where i'm now no longer taking any more reps with the JV team. We do have a JV team here. I was split freshman year, varsity and JV. Now I'm a full-time varsity player. So that was another step in my journey, becoming a full-time varsity player. Sophomore year, fall rolls around, and I'm still performing. I made my case in the outfield that I can play here, in the field, at the plate, um, on the base path. As you know, I was more of a speed guy in high school. And uh, yeah, I showed that I can run the bases a little bit and still hit the ball. Sophomore year, spring, I didn't see the field as much as I had liked. And the good thing about that is you don't have your parents to talk to coach about that. Um, you don't have parents reaching out to college coaches being like, why isn't my kid playing anymore? You got to do it yourself. And so you... You uh, you talk to coach a little bit. Uh, you're like, hey, what do I got to do to get on the field? That's literally all it takes. What do I got to do to get on the field? And they will give you that answer straight up. They say, 
hey, you got to work on this more. Hey, you got to work on this more. For me, it was uh, it was continuing to be in the weight room because I was still small at the time. Don't get me wrong. I was unexperienced, as you might imagine, being an underclassman in a college game. Um, it kind of showed a little bit in my base running. Uh, sophomore year fall, I got picked off a few times, just getting a little antsy. And I said to myself, I just need to trust my speed. I was one of those guys that was like, oh, I need to get a perfect jump, so I'm going to steal this bag. But in reality, yep. it's, it may not be the case. Sometimes you get a little scared. We're in the college level now, and these catchers have – unbelievable arms but you just got to trust yourself that's probably one of the biggest things of advice that i could give to anyone just trust your athleticism yeah trust what you already have um yeah nice. sophomore year during the spring uh like i said i didn't start the year off playing as much as i wanted to and then a couple of things happen here and there i see the lineup one day and i start hitting the ball and then Coach is going to play the guys who have the hot bat. So I just kept playing and playing. Played through the playoffs, got to the conference championship, won the conference championship, made a regional appearance. That was something that I'll never forget. I've, that's one of the things I missed out last year was just being able to win the conference and go somewhere and play the other best teams in the country. It's really something that um, you'll never forget. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, I drove up to UMass Boston there when you guys mm-hmm. were in that regional there to to check that out. That was awesome. That was um, definitely some some yeah. good memories there. So, you know, we leave off last year. Uh, I don't want to leave you here without talking about that. What were the what were the challenges of of a canceled season last year? How'd that go? And and is there any trickle down effect now mm-hmm. with you guys? Yeah. So. I almost would have rather the can the season if it was to get canceled, get canceled before it even started. But we were like 10, 11 games in. We had just started catching fire a little bit. Um, we were actually getting ready to go to Florida for a second time last year. We had went the week before, the whole week. And that's when news started coming down about this coronavirus. And then we were slated to go for another weekend the next weekend. And all of a sudden, the world ended. And uh, we were on a little hot streak there at the end. We were really excited about what we could do. We were young, kind of inexperienced at the time, coming off a year where we had won the conference championship with, like, eight or nine seniors that had seen the field regularly. We were young. We were excited. um, Had a lot to prove. But uh, at the time, it was obviously devastating. Everyone went through that the same that we did. Um, and the biggest challenges I think that came out of that were just being without your teammates, being without that sense of competition that you have with them and other teams. Because when you come to college, um, it's different than high school. You do literally everything with your teammates. You live with them. You go eat with them. You practice with them. You play with them. It's not like high school where you just see them in class and then you may not see them again until you have class the next day or practice whenever. Um, you form it. It's a different type of bond with the, with your college teammates, your college roommates. Um, and so just being without those guys getting sent home, uh, having to video chat with the entire team a couple of times a week, um, over zoom is, it was a little bit to get us through, get us through it. But obviously it's something that a lot of people have struggled with. 
So yeah, just missing out on that competition you have with your yourself, your teammates. Um, how about any trickle down effect? You guys still have the same kind of size roster, or anything changing in that regard? Anybody staying that may have graduated? Yeah, we have we have two guys that have come back for their fifth year. Two guys that I'm very glad that we have back. Two of our better players. Um, we do have a slightly smaller roster too, considering that uh, to regulate the travel and the time in the locker room and the amount of people that sure. we have, like, for example, like in the gym, when we have indoor practices. Um, yeah, I think that's all, I think it's also helped us um, in a way it makes us more fired up, I guess, to play this year, um, lighting a fire under us and the energy that I've seen out of the guys in practices, for example, in the past couple of weeks has been like nothing I've seen in my time here. It's awesome. I love it. Awesome. That's great. Um, how about give us a typical day uh, that you have practice and a, a typical day you have a game. What is, what's that look like when you get up in the yeah, morning? So I'll go through what we've been through past couple of weeks in the winter practices, the winter practices, I would say, especially for the outfielders kind of drag a little bit because there's not much that we can do in the gym as outfielders, but uh, practices have been in the late evenings, uh, day classes all day. Uh, we get dinner down at the dining hall and then come down to practice around like 7, 7.30. Um, we get through uh, what coach calls our mental stretch right before practice starts. We, uh, we do some breathing exercises, some, some mental positivity, confidence type um, exercises to get our minds right before practice. We work on some routines that we may have. Um, coach calls them red light or green light routines, like a red light routine. Say you get down 0-2 and in in at bat and you do something physical, like you wipe away the dirt at your feet to sort of wipe away like uh, maybe you had any thoughts like, oh, I could have swung at that pitch or whatever. You wipe that away and you move on to the next one. Yeah. Um, or you make an error in the field, kind of spit it out, get rid of it, move on to the next play. I really enjoy doing those. I think those are super helpful. Um, well, at practice for three hours, um, we uh, it's pretty much half team drills, for example, we'll, like do um, bunt defenses. We'll work on cutoffs and relays. We'll do situational stuff, first and third stuff, um, running defensively, uh, things like that. And then we will do – we'll get into our hitting. Our hitting is um, live at bats, T-work, um, hitting off a machine, hitting these like – we have wiffle balls and we have like heavy – they're called plyo balls. They're just like super soft, like heavy rubber balls that you can hit, hit with your bat help with uh, barrel control, swing through the ball, things like that. We have um, – I can't say enough about my hitting coach. I love my hitting coach. He's, the, uh, he's now the head coach for the Sanford Mainers in the NECBL. Yep. And, uh, he's taught me a lot. Nice. Um, he's one guy that's given me the confidence to, to kind of grow more as a player. Um, after practice, it's – it's bedtime because you got to get up early the next morning and do it all again. That kind of gets into um, yeah. the commitment that goes with being a college athlete. Um, obviously, it's, everyone says the cliche, like, oh, it's your job now. 
like college sports is like you play a sport in college it's your job now but it really is and i really wouldn't have it any other way like I'm glad of you um yeah i don't know what i would be doing if i didn't play a sport in college i'd be sitting around doing nothing so <laughs> super thankful for oh, it's it. good stuff so uh you know go back a little bit here and and think about the process and getting to where you are now um, is there anything you wish you knew about the process before you got into it uh, advice for somebody that might be in the process now or about to get ready to start looking at colleges mm-hmm. and playing yeah i would say if you're thinking about getting into it then do it now because the more you wait the harder it's going to be on yourself the harder it's going to be on your decision to on where you go into school and you that's something that was obviously super stressful for anyone um, being able to play baseball in college is a huge factor in where you go um, that squared away early reaching out to places because um, baseball being a spring sport I know it's different than other sports recruiting wise because I know for football and recruiting coaches come to you most of the time because it's a fall sport spring mm-hmm. sports you kind of like this just has to do with like the timing of it that you kind of have to, at least being late like I was, you kind of have to do most of the work yourself and reaching out. Um, obviously, some coaches are going to be at your games and they might find you and they'll reach out to you that if you're lucky. But most of the guys like me, you got to do all the work yourself. And it's something that I wish I started earlier. Like me, I realized that hey, I can play college baseball a little bit earlier. I'm out there, reach out to coaches, research, do all the research that you possibly can do. Because if you don't find the right place, then, I mean, there's nothing wrong with transferring out of places. People do that all the time. But I was lucky enough to find my home here at St. Joe's. Definitely sounds like, you know, even though, you know, if you got a late start on it, um, sounds like you are definitely where you were supposed to be and found a awesome school yeah. and awesome program to be a part of all right kev thanks for uh joining us here and i uh, really appreciate you taking the time to uh share your story and hopefully we can uh help yeah somebody else thanks a lot thank you here. coach g good luck with your season hope everything goes well definitely definitely and uh hopefully you guys get in all your games i'm hoping that uh some mm-hmm. of your games can have fans um I always like a trip yeah. up to to Maine, and we'll yeah. We actually did uh, Black go, Sand this so. morning. First round of Black Sand. Oh, nice! Get that <laughs> get that snow out of there. <laughs> I love Thanks it. Thanks a lot, love Coach. It. All right. Can't thank Kevin enough for joining us here, all the way from St. Joe's. A lot of good stuff in that conversation. Another one of our guys stressing the importance of the weight room, and a great positive message that even if you think you're getting a late start on this process. There's always opportunities if you're willing to put in the work. As always, thanks for taking a listen. If you like what you heard, hit that subscribe button. If you have a recruiting story to share, reach out to us on Twitter at uvisits, the letter U, visits. And we look forward to seeing you at our next unofficial visit.